Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. Happy Resurrection Sunday, everybody. Happy Resurrection Sunday. I do not have to ask how everyone is feeling. We are singing praises today because he lives. Now, last week was Holy Week. The week where, in the beginning, they were singing his praises. Hosanna in the highest. By the end of Passover, they were yelling, crucify him. What a difference a day makes, right? All part of the master plan. God put this in place from the beginning. If you could recall, in the garden, when Adam and Eve sinned, we were told that one would come to bruise the head of the serpent. Genesis 3:15. And as usual, I'm reading from the New King James version, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. That bruising took place when Jesus gave up his life and went to the cross to die for the sins of mankind. Now, in 2 Corinthians 5:21, it tells us, for he was for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus had to die. He had to die. He had to die. If he had not died, we would be dead. Did you hear what I said? If he had not died, we would be dead. For a clearer picture of what I'm, what I'm saying, let's start at the beginning. In the past, people would go to the priest to atone for their sins. They would take a lamb or a young unblemished animal to the priest. The priest would then split the animal down the middle, cut it into two halves, 
and the blood that was offered up would be the offering that God would accept for the atonement of the sins. But animals were only temporary atonements because they had to keep bringing animals all the time. We needed to have one that could represent us completely as humans and feeling what we feel, walking as we walk, but yet live without sin. So Jesus came to be our lamb, the one lamb, the one and only lamb needed to shed its blood. Now I know that there are some people that have a hard time accepting that Christ was the son of God, that he was God in the flesh, that he lived and died for mankind. And he raised his body up on the third day after he was crucified. People only want to believe that he was a teacher. Some only want to believe that he was a prophet, but Jesus himself knew that the people would have a difficult time accepting who he was. And he stated this in Mark 8, 27 to 30. Now Jesus and his disciples went out to the town of Caesarea Philippi. And on the road, he asked his disciples saying to them, who do men say that I am? So they answered John the Baptist, but some say Elijah and others say one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ. Then he strictly warned them that they should not tell no one about him. But now why do you think that Jesus told them not to say anything about him? Because I take it from when I was reading this, his time hadn't come yet. It would have been too soon for them to go around saying that he was the Christ and it would have messed up the plans of what God had in place. And it wasn't for them to do what he had to do. It wasn't for them to give him up. It was only for one of them to give him up. And it had, he had to go that way because the scriptures had to be fulfilled. Right? So, and he often spoke about his death. So he knew exactly when he was going to die in Matthew 16, 21. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Mark 8:31 also takes into account the same thing. And he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. Now, having told the disciples what was coming, we know that he was prepared to do what he had to do. But we also know that the human side of him was just as real, right? The God side was real, but that human side was real as well. For in the garden of Gethsemane, he asked for God to remove the cup, the task that he was sent to do. God never replied, but Jesus stated, nevertheless, your will be done. Jesus knew when he came down here to earth that he was coming down to die. 
here we are trying to find and fulfill our purpose here on earth, right? Cause that's what our journey has been since I started this show to help everyone find their purpose and to live their life more abundantly. But Jesus knew when he came to earth that his birth was only so that he could die. Could you imagine living knowing that the only reason that you were born was to die, but not only die, die so that others could live. Matthew 20, 17 and 19. Now Jesus going up to Jerusalem took the 12 disciples aside on the road and said to them, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify. And the third day he will rise again. Now, in telling that story to his disciples, Jesus was preparing them for the day that when he was betrayed, he was kissed in the garden. He was led between Pilate and the, the priest and back and forth, everybody trying him, trying to figure out what it is. He guilty? Is he not guilty? What should we do with him? When he was brought before the people and they were given an option, Jesus or Barabbas. Now Barabbas was the worst robber that could possibly walk on the face of the earth. They chose Barabbas. And when Pilate asked them, what should he do with Jesus? They all screamed, crucify him. After that, he was taken away by the Roman guards. He was beaten until his skin was falling off his body, blood pouring out from everywhere. And it is by those stripes that were put on his back from the lashings that he received we receive our healing. He was hung on a cross, thirsty, body in pain from the beating and from the stretching of his arms that were nailed to the cross, gasping for air due to the carbon di dioxide that was filling up in his lungs because in the position that his body had slumped in after they nailed his feet and put his arms out across the cross, it was difficult for him to breathe. Death by cru crucifixion is a slow, agonizing, inhumane way to die. But he endured it so that we could have a connection back to the father. Because of Adam, we were separated from God. When Adam sinned, he took on death. Jesus had to come and die to defeat death, taking back the sin that Adam placed upon us so that we could return back to our rightful place with God, our creator. 2020 was a year of vision. 2021 is the year of truth. And with all that being said, in order to be reconnected to the creator, we have to believe that Jesus is the son of God that he died on the cross, shed his blood, conquered death so that we could live and be back into the family of God. We are all sinners from birth. No man is free from sin. 
And it is not by our works that we get to God, but it is only through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So today, let's give thanks to Jesus for not being selfish, for not being self-centered, for being that humble servant to come down, leave his throne, to come here on earth, walk as a man so that we could live. He rose to prove that we will live again. He restored us back to the state that Adam had destroyed when he disobeyed. Mark 8, 38. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the son of man, also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. Now, most don't want to believe in Christ because they say, oh, how could I believe in an image that doesn't represent me? Christ doesn't look like me. Can I tell you something? When God told Abram that he would be the father of many nations, what do you think that meant? Genesis 17 and 4. As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. Now a nation rightly defined by Merriam Webster is a large body of people united by common descent, history, culture, or language inhibiting a particular country or territory. Now, when you think of that definition, think of the world. There are over 190 countries in the world, I'm sure. Just think of all the, the countries that sit in the United Nations that are members of the United Nations. And in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, God speaks of blessings and curses, what he'll do to bless you if you do certain things and what he'll do to curse you if you disobey. He warned the people of Israel if they did not obey, he would scatter them amongst the nations. Deuteronomy 8, 64, 67 states that, then the Lord will scatter you among all people from one end of the earth to the other. And there you shall serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. And among those nations, you shall find no rest, nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes and anguish of soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. You shall fear day and night and have no assurance of life. Now, when you think about what he says there, doesn't that sound like the way we live in now, so to speak, right? We live now wondering what's going on. We can't, no matter where we go, we can't find a resting place. Everything is so chaotic, right? God is making his presence known throughout all the nations in these latter days. It is up to us, those of us that call ourselves Christians, to spread the gospel so that the others 
that are lost find their way back to the Father. So today, I am extending the invitation to all of you who have not yet decided to give your life to Christ. This invitation is to all of you that know in your heart you had heard the voice of Christ, but you have not heeded to him yet. So now today, if you say these words that I'm about to speak, you too can be born again and accepted into the family of Christ and on your way to truly knowing who God is in your life. For you to be looking for your purpose and be on the journey that we've been on, how are you looking to fulfill a purpose if you haven't, if you haven't made peace with the God of your life? How is he going to order your steps if you don't know who he is? So let us say this prayer. Lord God, I know that I have sinned against you in my thoughts and my deeds. I ask that you forgive me. I accept Jesus as being your son. And I know that he died in my place, shedding his blood to accept the punishment that was meant for me. I ask that you come into my heart now, Lord. I ask that you give me the power of the Holy Spirit so that I can be led into all truth. By believing, I have now been granted eternal life with you. I thank you now, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed those words or if you choose to pray those words later on today, you are a new creature. All things old have passed away. Even if you don't feel different right now, know that you are a child of the most high God and anything that you ask for, he will hear you. Now you have to read your Bible because if you're just constantly praying, 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 asking him questions, how are you going to get your answers back? You can't have a one-way conversation. When you read, that's when God speaks to you. He speaks to you through his word. Sometimes he speaks to you through other people, but mostly when he's trying to speak to you, he's speaking to you through his word. You now have a direct way to communicate with God through Jesus Christ, his son. And with that, I say once again, happy resurrection Sunday. And I figured for the rest of this show, we are just going to go into praise and worship and thank the father for all that he has done for all that he continues to do. And for all that we know he will do exceedingly and abundantly far beyond what we could even imagine. And we give him all the praise on and glory in Jesus name. Amen. I just want to remind you guys that you have been listening to what would K say here on Radio Free Brooklyn.
down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is waiting. God so loved the world. Bring all your failures. Bring your addictions. Come, on. Come lay them down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is waiting. God so
been abandoned by the ones you trust the most and you built a wall around your heart to make sure no one else gets close i could feel the air with empty words and hope that they would work but nothing i could say would change the way you heard so i won't say another word i'll show you the cross with jesus Oh, 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I hope that you all enjoyed that musical medley that I put together for Resurrection Sunday. Each song spoke to my spirit. They were telling us of his goodness and his mercy. And it just give, it just filled my heart with gladness on this day that we are all praising and worshiping the Lord for who he is and what he has done for us. But before I end this show, I want to give us the word of the month because it is a new month. We are in the month of April, the second quarter of the year. And for this month, our word is going to be justification. And justification means the action of showing something to be right or reasonable. The action of declaring or making righteous in the sight of God. And our promise for this week is going to come from John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. And with that, I say enjoy the rest of your beautiful Resurrection Sunday. Enjoy your family if you're getting together. Be careful. COVID is still out there. Social distance. Wash your hands. Wear your mask if you're going out in public. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of the day and just let the glory of the Lord bask over you and your family. And until we meet again next week, God willing, peace.